Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your hosts. Chris Schubert is sitting right across from me producing this thing. We're all from the Draft Network. We're brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all your sports betting needs this season. Basketball, it's back, folks. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online as your continued source for all sports wagering information. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. I know my guy Sam Russo is always getting in on the action over there, so make sure that you head to betonline.ag to join. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make to, make sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's bet online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy Halloween to you. Happy Halloween to you as well. And Chris, to you as well. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, Thank you. We're we're all trick-or-treating tonight, correct? Uh, No, I have a long flight back. I will not be returning home until 10 p.m. No trick-or-treating for me. So what... What costume are you inevitably going to wear at some point to celebrate Halloween? I will not be. You're not you. You took this as the reason to not have a costume. Correct. Man, I'm gonna be Sully from Monsters Inc. Joseph. Uh, my daughter asked me to be a skeleton, so that's what I'll be. So happy Halloween to to all the dads who are celebrating here, and um, be we, safe. Enjoy the day. Yeah, eat all your kids' good candy. You know, like. <laughs> I'm going to plan on eating all the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> okay, so wait, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Do we need to address that? Yes, yeah. we need to address that. So, Joe, so Explain we have, yourself. So we have two mics in the room. I'm sitting across from the dudes making sure the production stuff is going well. The dudes are sharing a mic across from me on a couch. Literally. And, and Joe decided that the time that he didn't have the mic in his hand <laughs> was the time he wanted to say something. So if you heard that, potentially through the grapevine, that's what happened. Hello, Justin. Yeah, I sniped some of my daughter's Halloween candy already. So, uh, you know how it goes. The dad tax, right? You got to pay the dad tax. A different show today. Yeah. No dudes. No mock draft to react to. And uh, th- that's what else do we do on Monday? That's what we dudes do. Dudes and, and mock draft? Yeah. Well, it's Sunday when we're recording this. We're all together before all of the games have been played. We're all traveling tomorrow. So we decided to do a different show for you today on a Monday on Halloween. What are we doing, Joseph? We are going to do the all- mid-season draft eligible team and what's going to be fun about this is Kyle and I are going to draft our respective teams uh, alternating picks of course and we are going to craft a roster based solely on what we've seen through the first half of the college football season should be a very fun situation and we are going to play a game of rock paper scissors to decide who gets the first pick that's what we've decided uh, yeah. Or you just decided right now. No, Kyle and I have already agreed okay. on this. Yeah. Right. Kyle's giving me the thumbs up. Yeah. Yes, he's... I can't talk from over here. <laughs> okay. So, 
best two out of three? No, just one and done. Just one and done. One and okay, done. all right. So one, I will, two, three, shoot. I will the be the uh, official yeah, for this. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna put the microphone down and do okay. it, and you're gonna just tell everybody what happens. Okay. All right. So they are the microphone is down. They are looking at each other, and we're doing. They're looking. Rock, paper, scissor. It was paper. We're going again. One, two, three, shoot. It was scissor for Kyle. Yeah. Joe went back to paper. Kyle has the option. Do you want to pick first, or do you want the back-to-back? Uh, I'm going to take the ball to start. Okay, so you're going to pick one. Uh, I like the wind. Uh, we're going to defend, this, <laughs> end defend this end zone. And so Joe Turn will get back-to-back back back picks, yes? Is that how that works in this snake format? Oh, we're doing snake? Um, I just thought it was alternating. Uh, suddenly I'm interested in the snake. That's what it's going to be. No, no, we're going to alternate picks. Yeah, alternate picks. Uh, which means I am going to open things up. And I'm just here to keep things moving along. Yep, you just got to make sure we stay on schedule because yep. we, we are drafting, you know, 11 on each side of the ball. Yep. This this will happen pretty quick. We've done a lot of preparation work ahead of time. Really, the strategy for me is what position do I want to make sure I guarantee I get yep. my guy. Um, with that in mind, I think I am going to take the player who I perceive to be the best player in of college football i will not be picking a quarterback because there's multiple quarterbacks that i feel comfortable with based on their in-season performances will anderson pass rusher alabama crimson tide is gonna be my first pick i'm going to lock him in and make sure i get my number one overall player all right kyle it's hard to be critical of that but i am going to focus my pick on positional scarcity and my selection is going to be Jordan Addison, the wide receiver from Pittsburgh. I had to get, <laughs> I had to get the receiver, man. I had to get the receiver. That was literally going to be my next pick. Ooh, <laughs> you hate to see it. Okay. Um, let me go ahead and delete that. So, uh, I I will. I know you're going to run eleven personnel. So I'm not going to mess around. I'm going to make sure I get a wide receiver and be defend. I'm, you put me on the defensive. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver, Tennessee Volunteers. I'm Joe, drafting Joe, here. Joe is, Joe is folks, Joe want, has looked up so to the audience listen, in the room this is, with wide eyes. He is perplexed by what Kyle has are just done. You, when you focus on the players, are you drafting players based off of where I think they're going to get drafted or their performance in season. Because if you evaluate Jalen Hyatt it's and what he's done in season, he needs to be the next wide receiver. And I, I cannot live in a world where, like, my top wide receiver is the fourth wide receiver off the board. He has more uh, t- touchdowns than the entire Iowa offense. I I can't – I didn't hate – I guess I was just surprised. Like, I'm excited about Jalen Hyatt. I came out last week and was like, all right, guys, we got one. And then this is the th- – third pick in the draft so he's the third pick in the draft because you've put me in an extremely difficult spot and i need to get a talented player at a spot that has none all right um i respect it i'm gonna go with jalen carter the defensive tackle from georgia to be one of my interior defensive linemen um feel like i got good value and a premier prospect uh okay I am going to be mindful of the personnel grouping that I want. Joe Joe got the slam dunk wide receiver, right? But there is another slam dunk pass catcher that is available here. Michael Mayer, tight end, Notre Dame. We expect this to probably be a top 20 selection when it's all said and done. So this is a little bit more traditionally in line with <laughs> the expectations of where this player will be drafted and where I am picking them. But Mayer's going to be my third pick. 
because I want to make sure I do have a premier pass catcher. And since you got probably the only player that you feel really good about based on their in-season performance at wide receiver, I'm going to take the guy you feel really good about for his in-season performance at tight end. What I've enjoyed about this project so far is it's giving everyone a good feel for the positional scarcity uh, and the way that we perceive it to this point, because we're not picking in order, you know, just pulling names off of our, our top 100s. This is literally us accounting for what we have to get, right, based on the scarcity of, of the draft. So I hope that everyone's kind of picking up on um, just kind of our general perception at this point in terms of uh, the, where the talent can be had and where, where you can wait a little bit. And I'm going to kind of continue that trend here with my next pick here because I don't love the uh, the offensive tackles this year, so I want to make sure I get my guy. Ooh, and there's Broderick, Kyle Mediface. Broderick Kyle Jones is coming <laughs> off the board right now, offensive tackle, George to be my left left side tackle. It's a good selection. And, and yes, at the end of the day, really, this is um, – there's a certain handful of position groups, and you've seen it with wide receiver now, offensive tackle, um, interior defensive line too, really. I think that you identify those as probably three of the most weak positions at the top for this class. Uh, the, the player that I'm going to take is another position that we, we've seen some players rise throughout the course of this season, but – you don't love the the top options outside of probably one or two names, and I want to guarantee I get me one of those, and that's Trenton Simpson, the linebacker from Clemson. Uh, in the same spirit of you drafting Jalen Carter at defensive tackle, I think Simpson is a defensive weapon to go with Will Anderson. Gives me a really fun combo of guys that um, I, I think their skill sets are unmatched for their respective positions. I like it. I like it. Um Man, I, I guess this has been an interesting sequence of events that doesn't make it super obvious to me what direction to go. Uh, but I feel like I want to double down on the offensive tackles, like very much so. So we're going to go ahead and get Jalen Duncan to play opposite of Broderick Jones and really feel good about what we have at tackle. Which um, what I will do here is I am going to tab a player that I had penciled in as an interior offensive lineman. We're kicking him outside. We're going to kick him outside. We're going to let him fail inside. Uh, and and it is defensive for the sense that you drafted two tackles. So I could very easily say, oh, well, I don't need to pick a tackle. But this guy does have inside capabilities, and that's Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. I'm going to pick him here to play offensive tackle for me, which is what he plays at Northwestern, just to guarantee and make sure that you don't pluck that player. And now all of a sudden my offensive line and roster – is it a great big deficiency versus what you've allocated because you prioritize tackles early? Yeah, I think that's a that's a logical way to go with it. Um, I am going to go back to the defensive line here. I've only made one pick on the defensive side to this point. That's Jalen Carter, defensive tackle Georgia. We're going to go with Tyree Wilson, the edge from Texas Tech. Obviously, a ton of tools there, and I want to I want another couple dudes here up front. That's how I believe in building defenses. So we're going to work our way front back and and get a couple of high quality defense alignment. As I look across what has been picked, and, and we've had a pretty even spread aside of offensive tackles at this point. That's really where the only run has come, and there's, there's not really a need for the run to continue at this point because three of the four spots have been filled. Um, I kind of look at this juncture of making all of these picks as a window to kind of reassess and make sure I get kind of the next set of dominoes for pivot points. And I'm looking at Brian Branch, the safety from Alabama, and whether he ends up playing 
traditional safety or he plays nickel for me, I want to make sure I get my pick of those types of players because I think when it is all said and done, Branch has had an excellent season and the versatility that he has, I think, is unmatched for defensive backs. Yeah, I thought about Branch with my last three picks, so it's hard to uh, it's hard to really take much exception with that choice. I, I think that's a great pick. Um, I think what I have to do here is kind of stay true to my my team building philosophies here, and and I know that there's a lot of good players here, um, but I, I feel like I have a chance to get a guy that I really really like um, at defensive tackle here. So I'm going to go ahead and get Brian Breezy out of Clemson to be next to Jalen Carter and have a dynamic pair on the interior there. Good call. That was going to be my next pick, so this job well done. Uh, so you're done at interior defensive line, unless you're going to end up running in. No, I'm going to be a 46 defense before we know it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so we're – Couple different directions. I can, you know what? I'm going to take definitively the best player on the board, Bijan Robinson, yeah, running back, Texas. Yep. And I, I knew you were going to make me make the pick because running back positional value, you were just never going to prioritize it. But at this at this point, what were one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven picks in a piece? It's like 14 picks total. Too good of a player at this point for me to pass on. Yeah, I, I respect it. I've thought about it as a surprise pick, but every time I thought about picking Bijan, I said, well. I'll be okay if I get Jameer Gibbs so I can wait, you know, but I, I, I did think about it, but I, I think the drop-off was something I was pretty satisfied with. Well, I guess I got to get Gervin Dexter here. <laughs> Make sure I get that other defensive tackle. Um, man, this is really interesting. This is where you start to wonder about kind of getting like good players at non-premium positions to like, make sure you get what you want. And I think I'm going to, uh, you're going to be too satisfied with the fallback options. I, I think I got to get a Mike linebacker. I got to get Henry Toto here from Alabama to be my man in the middle. I'm probably going to be a base nickel defense. I need a guy that I can trust in the middle with range and ability to play in space as well as downhill. Uh, so Henry Toto um, is going to be my pick here. That was going to be my next selection. So job well done there. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., cornerback, Penn State. Ooh, yeah, I got a, a visceral reaction from Joe on that one. So that, on these damn that's how you know you made yourself a good pick. Freakish link athlete. Look, Marvis Harrison Jr. tagged him when these two teams played, but Harrison Jr. is tagging everybody, right? So Joey Porter Jr., uh, top corner off the board. Really like the length opportunity that exists there. I think he, he has really played himself definitively into the top 20 uh, range for the draft when it's all said and done. Good pick, man. Good pick. I've been wondering when I was going to start doing DBs, and uh, you you stopped wondering and started doing. And I, you got three, and I've got none. Or two, you got two, and I've got none. Um, I guess I'm I'm just going to accept that and and kind of go with the talent and premium position route here again, and go with Miles Murphy, the edge from Clemson. So I, my defensive line is complete, and I couldn't be more satisfied with Tyree Wilson and Miles Murphy as my edge players, Jalen Carter and Breezy in the middle. So what's fun here is I have done very little trench work. <laughs> and you have done effectively all trench work, yeah. right? Is you know, the offensive line run, the defensive front. I, I went perimeter players, right? And, and really uh, have gone after outside in building. But that's because, you know, I, 
I would have loved to have got better tackles, but I've kind of made peace with, and I like my options uh, on the offensive line, especially in the interior where there's not a lot of like top, top, top talent that's available. But there is a player that I want to make sure that I do get in the trenches, and it's a player that you just will not shut up about, and that's John Michael Schmitz, the safety from Minnesota. I'm locking that one in. I'm not going to wait any longer on that and get cute. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. He was definitely a player I wanted to have as my center, and I'll have to uh, recalibrate there. Um, but I do know that Mr. Kyle Krabs is thinking about doing some 12 personnel, and I know you'd love to have Darnell Washington as your tight end too. Uh, you're not going to get him because I'm going to pick him right here out of Georgia uh, to go with Jordan Addison as I start to build out my skill positions a little bit more. I'm sure you'll be satisfied with a Cade Stover or something like that, but I couldn't let it be Darnell Washington, which with Michael Mayer is probably like your dream 12 personnel pairing. He actually would not have been my, my second choice. Oh, great. Yeah, thanks. So. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I will continue to wait for the end. I will, I will pick a quarterback. However, at this point, is there a quarterback who has helped their stock more and is playing at a higher level within their own respective offense than Hendon Hooker right now? Is the answer yes or no? The answer to that is probably yes. Which is why he's the player who's being picked here. I'm not saying Hendon Hooker is going to be the top quarterback drafted. I'm not saying that Hendon Hooker is going to be a first-round pick. But if you look at the expectations for Hendon Hooker versus how well he has played, the physical tools are very, very, very apparent. He's an athletic, big-armed quarterback. He throws with accuracy down the field. Confidence is a powerful tool. And Hendon Hooker is as confident as any quarterback in college football right now. And because of that... What he and in the spirit of this exercise and what it is meant to do, which is recognize players who have played above the standard that was set for them in season, Hendon Hooker is the quarterback here. Hard to argue with the rationale there. I, I understand exactly where you are going with that. All right, I need to get myself some help in the secondary here. And so, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to pick a corner and staying true to the guys that have helped themselves. I think the corner that has probably helped themselves the most after Joey Porter, who you've already picked is Clark Phillips from Utah, who is a turnover machine. You know, he's not the biggest corner, but in terms of competitive toughness, quick feet, fluid hips, ball skills, just sticky, man, he does a lot. And I, and I think I do want to stay true to the spirit of this and, and, and give Clark Phillips some love here as, as my pick here at corner. And I will stay in the same spirit and also the same position group. Devin Witherspoon from Illinois is going to be my next pick. And if I'm pairing Joey Porter and Devin Witherspoon, the physicality of these two corners is a group that I really like. Keely Ringo's still out there. Cam Smith's out there. There's a lot of good corners that are still available. But, again, in the spirit of what we're doing and just the splash that Witherspoon has made for an Illinois team that that – just gave up less than 10 points to Nebraska. They're one of the most impactful passing defenses in football. And Witherspoon's one of the faces of the team. Um, I, I love what he's done this year. So th this isn't, again, not necessarily, as Joe, you said at the very beginning, picking and pulling names off the top of our TDM 100. But these are players that you're pretty excited about. And I am trying to stylistically fit players to go together with the, that have the same similar strength. And because I have Porter... I want physicality outside of corner. There's a player that I, I, I had to have when I knew we were doing this project, 
and I'm going to make sure I get him right now, and that is Florida guard Osiris Torrance, who I have just really enjoyed watching play football this year. Um, I think the jump from Louisiana to Florida and how he's performed at an even higher level than what we saw at Louisiana completely embodies what we're trying to do with this project. And so I think he's a rock-solid day-two pick, a guy that's going to be a, a rock-solid starter, 350 pounds with a ton of power, good movement skills. Had to have him. We're getting him right now. How many picks are we at? Uh, that I have made, made 11. 11. To halfway? Halfway point. We're the halfway point. Oh, hey, does everybody uh, get your popcorn ready? We're, we're going to elicit an emotional response from Joe Marino right now. Oh, okay. Joe, hold on, me. hold on. Let me. I'm going to get closer with the other microphone just for this, just in case. Joseph, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, that selection that you just made was your first interior offensive lineman, correct? My first interior offensive lineman, correct. Yeah. My next selection is going to be Henry Bainavalu. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right guard from the Washington Got Huskies. Him. I'm going to peg him in here to go along with John Michael Schmitz and Peter Skronsky. So the cruel irony here is, Joe, you 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 started the run on offensive linemen, but I've ended up with, like, a couple of your brand guys when it's all said and done. Yeah, you did. Uh, I, I like all three of your players. I'd hope so, right? Like, you're not picking that many. <laughs> but you certainly have targeted players that I've I've uh, come to really enjoy this year. Um, Wow. Okay, this is we're, – we're – He's flustered. You're flustered. He got you. We're at that point, though. All right, here we go. (laughs) Christopher. Christopher. I am going to go with... Man. There's there's several that I want to pick. Okay. I need corner still. I'm going Christian Gonzalez, corner from Oregon. A player that we were very excited about in the preseason. I think he's met that hype. You wish the ball skills were a little bit better, but he does everything else. And I think when you have a player like Clark Phillips as one of your corners, not a bad idea to get one like this here to kind of diversify your your, your secondary. So Christian Gonzalez, corner from Oregon, is my pick here. Good selection. Now, I'm, I'm looking at my defensive line. I have Will Anderson and nothing else. But I also know Joe has completely filled that bucket. So I, I can, can afford wait. to wait. You can just hang I, out. I can afford to wait, right? I need one interior offensive line spot. I kind of feel compelled to just check the box and be done with it and move on. Um, but before I get there, I do want to make sure I get one additional player at another spot. I'm going to draft Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M. If you tell me I get Brian Branch and Antonio Johnson in the same secondary with their interchangeability and versatility – to go with Joey Porter Jr. and Devin Witherspoon as your corners outside, I really like the versatility of this, what is going to be base nickel defense. And those two guys fit the run like crazy. They tackle really well. They can play man coverage. Their instincts are really strong. So I know at the end of the day, I'm going to play nickel. I didn't get the best options up front, but I can play single gap defense because I can trust these two DBs safety hybrid types in Brian Branch and Antonio Johnson to fit the run and insert and make sure that they tackle with efficiency. Kyle, I'm a little concerned about my wide wide receiver core. And that's why I picked Jordan Addison number one. I needed to uh need to make sure I got the guy. All right. So now it's time to get another guy at wide receiver. And in order to do that, we're gonna cook up a pick here from the mid-majors. 
oh. a G5 wide receiver. Oh. Whose first and last name begin with the same letter. Do it, Joseph. Do it. Announce the pick for me, Christopher. You are taking SMU wide receiver, yes. Rasheed Rice. Yes. Let's go. Yes. I mean, when you talk about receivers that have helped themselves this year, it's Jalen Hyatt and Rasheed Rice, right? That's the poster people for the conversation. And so uh, we got some speed here with Jordan Addison and Rasheed Rice so far as we build this wide receiver core. Job well done. Um, don't love what that's going to give me a wide receiver, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I am going to take Darnell Wright, offensive lineman from Tennessee. I'm going to tentatively pencil him inside at guard, but if I don't find another tackle that I like, I can always kick Darnell Wright back outside to play right tackle, which is where he is playing uh, currently for the Tennessee Volunteers. So I am a very Tennessee Volunteer heavy offense with Hennon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt and now Darnell Wright uh, in the midst of all the other offensive players that I have picked. There ain't no, Kyle. It's good. good Kyle, watched, from. Kyle watched Tennessee hang 52 on Saban. He said, I'll take them all. I'll take every one of those, every one of those players. I'll have them. That's um, uh, fun. All right. Now, how do I only have two offensive linemen? No, I have three. Okay. Okay, and that makes a lot more sense on my my sheet here. You can see that I accidentally have six spots for offensive line. Draft dudes do math. Yeah, what are you doing over there? It, it was not a good situation here on the old spreadsheet. Hold on. We had to recalibrate here. Holy smokes, uh, folks. So Kyle, that spreadsheet's got some problems on it. You, your offensive line is complete, right? One, two. No, you need one more. Need one more. Math. Okay. Don't one. Two, three, Chris, he's all four. Draft, Draft dudes, country, do math. All right, I got to pick a player here. Um, again, uh, st- sticking to what this experiment is to be, it's guys that have helped themselves. I'm gonna go back to linebacker here, Dan Henley, linebacker from Washington State, transferred over and has been a monster for them in coverage and against the run. Um. I like that pair of Henley and Toa Toa that I've assembled. Uh, two guys that I think have played at a high level that have meant a lot to their teams and, and can really do everything that I need them to do in this base nickel defense. How many picks are we at? Uh, that is, for me, 14 players. Eight more each. Eight more piece. Eight more Draft each. Draft dudes do, do do that math. Now, I am, again, I'm leaning into Joe has, I know Joe has no urgency to pick running back and quarterback. He's picked a couple wide receivers. He's done on the defensive front. So I am, again, I am trying to be proactive to draft players out in front of where Joe is going to need to draft. I look at my secondary. I have Joey Porter, Devin Witherspoon, Antonio Johnson, Brian Branch. I need somebody who could play high in the post. Brandon Joseph, Notre Dame, just had a pick six against Syracuse this past weekend. That's going to complete my nickel defense. I got Joey Porter, Devin Witherspoon, Brandon Joseph, Antonio Johnson, Brian Branch. I really, really like the ball skills that Joseph brings. And the tackling questions that existed with, with Joseph coming into this season are as mitigated as you can possibly make them because you have Antonio Johnson and Brian Branch also in your secondary to help you tackle. All right. How about uh, another corner here that has really helped themselves this year? Helped themselves this year. DJ Turner, cornerback from Michigan. I'm going to make him the pick here. Um Man, he was playing some physical football last night. He's been sticky in coverage. I mean, uh, I really have come to appreciate his game. I mean, I, I think he's been a riser. And, you know, I don't – is he the, a top five corner in the class? 
Probably not, but I think in the spirit of risers, man, I think DJ Turner is a guy that has helped themselves as much in, in my eyes as any corner so far this, this year. So let's go ahead and blow their lid off this thing. This late in, we're going to do this? This late in, we're okay. going to do this. So we've talked about a lot of the limited options that exist at wide receiver, right? Got myself a running back in B. John Robinson. Got myself a tight end in Michael Mayer. I did go out and proactively go get one of the most productive wide receivers in football in Jalen Hyatt. But I look at the rest of the wide receiver board, and you got guys like Jackson Smith and Jigbo, who we expected to be first-round picks at the beginning of the season, who has missed some significant time with some soft tissue stuff. We have a couple of the names in, in big-body guys that can win down the field. But is there a better X-factor player in football than this player? I'm going to draft Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. Play him in the receiving game. Do some two-back two stuff. Joe is <laughs> in shambles. I can folks. play him in the slot. He makes a kill in catching the ball just as much as rushing the ball. So go ahead and give me two-back offense, Jameer Gibbs and B. John Robinson. Tell Kyle Krabs running backs don't matter. Don't tell him. Took two of them. What do I do? <laughs> we'll pick a different running back is what we'll do at some point. Like, just go with no running backs. Jeez. All right. You really put me in a pickle here. It's like the fourth. Th- well, the, this the, is the fourth time he's handed you the microphone, and you've had nothing for the people. Nothing. Well, it's it's the thing about it is, is I wasn't thinking about picking Gibbs right now. I thought I could pick him at the last. That's why I got you. The problem is now I have to now think about running backs. You know what I mean? Like that would. Well, do you though? He took two. Is he going to take a third? No. <laughs> I would think not. But I don't know, man. Um, all right, so. Let's go. Let's go into your offensive line here. I got to finish kind of working that through. How many? How many? How many offensive linemen do you have? This will you be have my last on one. The, no, this? I have. This will be my fourth offensive lineman. Okay. This is going to be my center, and his name is Cedric Van Pran, out of Georgia, rock solid player. Mobility, I love. Physical technician plays under control. He's going to be my choice here to go in the middle of this this offensive line. Okay, so I am going to go with the wide receiver next. Um, And this is a player who started the season pretty slow, but he is the staple player on an undefeated TCU Horn Frogs team, Quinton Johnston. You think about 6'4", 210, 650 receiving yards on 42 receptions for the season. He's averaging over 15 yards a catch. Uh, He has scored a touchdown in each of his last four games. And he, since he was very qu- a quiet part of the win over oh, the big win over Oklahoma, he has his long reception in each of the last four games is 53, 48, 55, and 55. Explosive plays down the field. We've talked about Hendon Hooker and his ability to push the ball. They like to space the field. Okay, we're going to space the field a little bit. I'm going to draft Quentin Johnston as my second wide receiver with Jalen Hyatt to give me a lot of vertical receiving down the field. And I think that that's a really fun collection to go with what Jameer Gibbs and B. John Robinson can do underneath and then Michael Mayer in the middle of the field. I really like the, the collection of talent and the ways in which they can complement each other to attack down the field. All right. I am also going to kind of round out my receiver core here. And it's unfortunate 
the player that I'm going to pick has been injured kind of the last few games. He came back this past week. But early in the season, you could you could see what this player was, and of course last year, and that's Cedric Tillman, wide receiver out of Tennessee. Part of my thought process here is is also the fact that my other receivers are Addison, Jordan Addison, Rasheed Rice. Kind of want a different type of skill set in there. So I get some size there, some physicality to go with the explosiveness and yards after catch ability they get from the other guys. So um, I, I think I get my my catch radius guys in Tillman and Washington, and then Addison and Rice that are guys that can really take the top off of things. That group gets the Chris Schubert Silva approval, Joe. What the heck, Chris? He took Rasheed Rice. I mean, it's pretty easy. When you take Rasheed Rice, you're a fan. You made me a fan. Fortunately, I didn't ask your opinion, so. Um, I am going to get my other linebacker next, just because I I don't want to live in a world in which Joe pulls a Jameer Gibbs (laughs) action on me and pulls somebody out of left field. This is a player who has been on our radar for a little while. Uh, he's played back to the standard that I think we probably had for him when he first came onto our radar, even though his his uh, status had kind of plateaued a little bit. Jack Campbell, linebacker from Iowa. You know, all the, the memes and the puns about Iowa's offense. Well, uh, the, the defense is playing well. And Jack Campbell, as your traditional box-type linebacker, but somebody who has a little bit of athleticism to still bring you some layers uh, to have success in the passing game. You got Trenton Simpson and Jack Campbell. You got a lot of size. You got a lot of length at linebacker. I really like that one-two punch here, uh, especially with how I've built out around that in the secondary. I like it. Um, I am going to pick here. I'm going to fill out my offensive line with – Cody Mock, he's offensive tackle from North Dakota State. He's going to play guard for me. And what I like about him is I feel like with Osiris Torrance as one of my guards, having a more athletic guy. Like my favorite thing about Mock is how athletic he is and how good he is in getting to the second level on longer poles and getting out into the perimeter. So I feel like I get that type of skill set to kind of round out my offensive line. And I think Cody Mock's a player that deserves our attention as – you know, potential top 100 pick and, and another one from North Dakota State who when you kind of measure him up against the other guys that have come through there, he might be the best one. And um, I'm really excited about him. I think he's a guard in the NFL, and he'll round out my offensive line. So I'm going to land a player who I think gives me a lot of very important uh, versatility on the defensive front with my next pick, and that's Thule Tupelo to at USC. You know, he is tied for fourth in the country in sacks with four. Uh, he's a little bit of a tweener type build for the Trojans. Uh, he's 6'5", about 285, 260, or 285, 290. And what he's going to allow me to do is I have Will Anderson and I also have Trenton Simpson. Well, you can play Trenton Simpson on the edge. We've seen the Clemson Tigers do that. So if I have Will Anderson, who you can put hand in the dirt, you can also put him in a two-point stance. You have Trent Simpson, who can play stack. He can also play uh, in a uh, two-point stance on the edge. What Tupelotu does is he allows me to have the same personnel, and if I want to go even front or if I want to go odd front, he can play inside, he can play base end. It's, it's a lot of the same things that exist for Tyree Wilson, Joe, who was one of the selections that you made from Texas Tech. Uh, he's just not quite as dynamic of an athlete, I think, and that's how he ends up being available a little bit later here as well. 
All right. I guess I got to get some safeties at some point here. Uh, so so let's start getting them. Uh, we're going to go with Jordan Battle, safety from Alabama, the other guy there with, with Brian Branch. Um, I like his downhill ability. Um, is he as explosive athletically as Branch? No, and that's why Branch went as high as he did. But I think Battle's a rock-solid player uh, that has a great downhill trigger and, and can really help me in zone defense. I'll go ahead and wrap up my offensive line uh, with my last pick. I'm going to pick Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, from Ohio State. He's playing left tackle for them, but he has played right guard and left tackle, so you know he can play on either side of the line. I'm going to draft Johnson with the intent of playing him at right tackle, so that will make my offensive line Peter Skronsky left tackle, and then I will do Darnell Wright at um, left guard playing inside John Michael Schmitz. Uh, Valu from Washington at right guard, and then Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, finishing out the offensive line to play at right tackle. Um, the other player that I had that I was strongly considering was Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. I think his name, he at least deserves a shout-out for, for how well he, in the midst of uh, what has happened in Oklahoma in general this year, I think he has played well. All right, I got uh... – Pretty clear needs left. I need a safety, a quarterback, and a running back. Um, let me go ahead and get the other safety here before we go running back and quarterback with my last two picks. Christopher Smith out of Georgia. We're going to draft him, a guy I think that could play some slot uh, as well as some deep alignments. You know, He's not the biggest guy, but, man, I think he's a really instinctive, smart player that's physical. Uh, you've seen him really play tight in coverage this year, and he's an experienced player. So um, I think my – defensive backfield with Clark Phillips, Christian Gonzalez, DJ Turner, Jordan Battle, and Christopher Smith. I think I have some versatility and some some complementary skill sets here to kind of help me do what I need to do to space the field and, and play defense. The only picks that I have remaining are two interior defensive linemen. This only works if I get this kind of player. Mozzie Smith. University of Michigan. Big boy. If you're unfamiliar with Mozzie Smith, his athleticism versus his size is really, really freaky. So if I'm going to put Will Anderson out there, I'm going to put Tupelo 2 out there as, as kind of a hybrid type player, Mozzie Smith is somebody who has the athleticism to serve in a penetration role or the size to truly anchor. You know, people are going to talk about Ika at Baylor. Um, as being kind of the size freak penetration player. Give me Mozzie Smith over him for that kind of player. And uh, I, I really like what that is going to allow me to do again because I'm looking for maximum versatility with my defensive lineman based on how I just so happened to come upon what I thought was the value as we were going through this exercise and building this defense from the outside in as compared to from the inside out. we we'll go ahead and get my quarterback here. And I think that you made quite the statement when you went with Hendon Hooker to be the, hey, this guy's helped himself probably more than anybody at any position, honestly, this year. And Do I'm going to pick a player that Do it. has a case right there with him. And we're going to go with Bo Nix. Let's go, Joe. Let's go. Oregon. Uh, just because I, I, don't, I don't think you can tell the story of this year's quarterback class without it being heavily about the glow-up of both Hendon Hooker and Bo Nix. And so I think they're the right two quarterbacks to be represented in this project. 
I love that. Excellent I, I love that we didn't take the low-hanging fruit and say Stroud and Young. Right, because like that—that's I think people when they hear we're doing this exercise, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I wonder when Bryce Young and CJ Stroud come off the board." Undrafted, hey, yeah, undrafted. There, you, there you go. Right, because it is a—it is the spirit of this is who has play, who who has moved the needle. Right, it's how Jalen Hyatt gets picked as early as he did. It's how Jordan Addison becomes a second overall player in addition to the positional scarcity that exists. I love that, and Bo Nix has been playing excellent football since since week one when they got shellacked by Georgia. From that point on. He's been he's been the dude like west of the Mississippi. You almost just wish he played a different team week one and got that chance against Georgia later, right? That's a tough stage for your first start, new program. You know, it was in Atlanta, right? So that's a I mean that's a tough ask. And so I, I'd be interested in seeing what that game looks like today compared to week one. And oh by the way, your head coach was at Georgia, so Kirby Smart knows plenty. Kirby Smart, Smart taught you everything your head coach knew coming in uh, into that football game. Uh, my last pick, and again, it is in the spirit of I want to be able to play three down, with, and I want to cover the interior three on the offensive line if I want to go bare front, and I've got Tupelotu who I feel can do that. i got Mozzie Smith who I can feel can do that. Gervin Dexter, University of Florida, is my third defender who you can play down inside in any of those spots you feel good about. And then again, I got the pass rush threat from Will Anderson. I get the pass rush threat from Trenton Simpson. I love the way that the defense came together for me. That is going to be my last pick here to give me that, again, optimal scheme versatility up front on the defense. My last pick was always going to be a running back. Um, maybe not exactly how I thought it was going to go. thought I'd just sit here and pick Jameer Gibbs and we close the show out. Kyle would thanks our friends over at Bet Online and we move on and watch some football. But that's not the world I live in. However, there is another running back that I think um, I, I, what I like about you picking Gibbs is it gives us an opportunity to talk about this player, and that's Sean Tucker out of Syracuse. And obviously, Sean set a high bar breaking and setting the – Syracuse rushing record last year with almost 1,500 yards and 12 touchdowns and over six yards of carry. Well, his rushing production hasn't been quite that. It hasn't been bad. 758 yards through eight games, averaging over five yards of carry, seven touchdowns. He's still a very productive runner. But the question that I had for Sean Tucker coming into this year wasn't about his ability to run the football. It was, what can you offer me on passing downs? And so far, he has really proven himself as a receiver and has been used as a receiver in ways that we didn't really get a chance to see in 2021 he's got 32 catches through eight games so far this year he had 28 for his career entering the season and so I, I like the growth there I like the willingness to get him going there there's obviously a trust that has been developed and so um, I think he's a, a logical choice here but also I wanted to give him some love for the receiving prowess that he showed us this year was very interested to see if you're going to go with Chase Brown from Illinois who I think deserves a shout out here 242 touches in eight games with 1,300 yards eight in eight games. That's right. He has 224. Hey, Siri, what's the 242? <laughs> there you go, Joe. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks, thanks for that, Joe. Siri. Really appreciate that. What is 242 divided by eight? My Siri didn't even hear me. Draft dudes do technology here on the show. It's a lot. He's touched the ball a lot. His previous career high was 184 touches across 10 games last year he has 60 more touches and they have four five games left to play because they're going to play bowl game like he has been unreal 
as far as what he has done from a ball carrier's perspective for not a big back. He's listed at 5'11", 200 pounds, and he's got sprinter speed. So uh, Chase Brown was the other name that I was interested to see if we were going to invoke here, uh, but he definitely deserves a shout-out, Chris. Now you can thank our friends. You can now do what Joe asked you to do. You yeah, can. this was fun. This was fun. So um, do we, do we want to do we want to create graphics with this or anything? We, we can potentially work on that, yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's do it with the TDM Premium Discord because okay. I feel if you put it on regular social, they're not going to get like what okay, we well, tried to do. And yeah. They're going to be like, look at these idiots. They didn't think the right player. So, like, yeah, this, this is uh, I think this is a good exercise to ask the TDM Premium Discord. Sure, members. we'll let them vote on it. Uh, but uh, thanks for friends over at Online for their continued support of the show. Thanks for everybody who checked out this fun exercise here on Draft Dudes at the uh, all draft eligible players uh, that Joe and I drafted teams for. Uh, at the midpoint of the college football season, we obviously were turning the calendar in November. By the time the bowl games are all said and done, we're at the calendar mark at the midpoint of the college football season. So this was fun. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, wrapping it up here on Draft Dudes. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we will talk to you all again tomorrow. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.